Hi, this is Victoria Miracle and Purposeful Woman Podcast. My goal for this podcast is to bring you the best information from the brightest woman in the world. Let's go. Hi and welcome to Purposeful Woman Podcast and today we have badass revolution leader, messenger, creator and mentor for women entrepreneurs, women who know that they are bored for more. Founder of Empowered Coach Academy and Sell and Slay, if I remember, well, awesome Emily Haas. Welcome, Emily. Hi, I'm so happy to be here. I am so happy to have you. I, I already told before that you're, you're one of my mentor who I've been really loving learning from and uh, learning a lot, implementing and see awesome results. And I'm in, so excited to interview you. The first question, as always, we would love to know what is your story? How did you become an awesome coach? Yeah, thank you. So I basically grew up in a seven mile small town in New Jersey. And literally, my parents were entrepreneurs, but it was a painting contracting business. And my mom like owned a real estate and online business. And so basically coaching was just not a thing. I mean, people's idea of coaching was like Tony Robbins and network marketing. And <laughs> I basically... Um, was so sold on getting into fashion actually. So I never dove into personal development and I had gotten straight out of fashion school. I got an internship that was paid at Nike. I was in the men's running department. I was designing all summer. I was so in love with it. And I had a devastating breakup my senior year of college. And it really allowed me to kind of look at, okay, how did I attract this person in my life? Like kind of went through that rock bottom moment of what's wrong with me? Am I ever going to find love and all of these things? And so I listened to a podcast for the first time, never heard of podcasting or anything or personal development. And in that podcast interview, Gabrielle Bernstein, which we all know and love, she's like such a powerhouse and a creator, author, all the things. And she was in that interview and I was just like this woman, like I need to buy a book or something. And I dove into her book, May Cause Miracles. I meditated for the first time ever. And that lasted like three minutes because I was just like over it and didn't understand. But I quickly realized the intention behind it was to be still and find answers in like the space and the clarity and just being with yourself, which I was just somebody that was always busy. I didn't have a morning routine. My idea of self-care was just going to the gym and getting straight into work. And so that summer literally changed my life. And I not only got over the breakup, I fell back in love with myself. And through that, I really poured everything into taking care of my body and my mindset. And the power of those two things, like it just forever changed my life. And it's something that is integrated now into my everyday is just things that I just continue to do and perfect and work on that I don't even have to think about. They're automatic. And so once I discovered this, my body was changing. Literally the people that I was attracting was changing. I was getting job opportunities. I got an interview at Under Armour that I landed and like all these things. And during my time at Under Armour, 
it started to feel like I had this whole other life when I was done work. Like it was like, I was working on my body. I was working on my mindset. And then I'd go to work and these people were like, you know, just clock in, clock out, going through the motions of their life. And there was no fulfillment. It was like their body was going through the day, but their like heart and their mind, you could tell was like wondering and was like, is this all that there is? And I remember getting in conversations with my coworkers at my corporate job and was just like, I literally, there's no life in this. It's like, they're not passionate even. They're just really working for a paycheck and working for the weekends. And there was just something wrong. Like I remember the first day I stepped on campus, I had this visceral feeling like you're not supposed to be here. Like there's something just like not right about this. And I just went with it because, you know, it was college, get a job kind of system that we go through that our parents introduced us in. And that's part of that old generation and pattern. And I just found myself in this trap. Like I felt like, wow, I just landed this dream job. I'm super young who am I to like question that? Or who am I to like want something else? Like that's being selfish. I have security, I have benefits, I have all these things. And I remember just, I was on this podcast train, like I said, since that summer, continue listening to podcasts. And this one podcast episode was my first business coach being interviewed. And he said, I help health and fitness coaches make six figures online. And before the episode was even done, I was like filling out an application for a sales call. I was like literally on top of that, like nobody's business. And I was like, I don't even know what I'm applying for, but like, I need to talk to this guy. And it blew me away. I was like immediately started on Instagram, looking at people making money, having it be their full-time thing. And I had had an online health coach at the time. And I just, I just started to ask her, I'm like, is this all that you do is like, how do you make money? Like, I'm just trying to understand. And I just started asking questions. And I would say that even for your audience right now, that is like the biggest piece of advice I could get is like talking to people that have the results that you want and like really looking in and doing your research of like, okay, if this is the life that you're interested in, it's not just about making 10K months. It's not just about becoming full-time and being behind your laptop. It's like, no, like how do these people feel? Like, do they have the business model that you want? Like, does their, is their day structured how you want? And so I just started asking these questions. And before I knew it, I was in a program. And after 90 days of the program, between balancing my corporate job, competing at the time and bodybuilding, doing all these things, I didn't sign one client. And I was like, okay, this like, isn't for me. I made a huge mistake, like totally beat myself up for months about that. But here my boyfriend went through the same program and absolutely crushed. And I was like, okay, well, I know it's possible. Like I just got to keep going. And literally the very next mentor I hired, like he was way more one-on-one and he helped me niche down, which I wasn't doing in that program. I was trying to talk to everybody and anyone and he helped me niche down. And I went all in on serving mom entrepreneurs. And that was my first business because I really wanted to help the next generation, like not fall into eating disorders and restriction and all these things. And I knew the only way to get to those young girls was by working with their moms. And so I really gravitated towards these women. I loved that they were already entrepreneurs and in personal development. And I created what was called Fit Mompreneur. And that grew to six figures around like 20K months in less than eight months. And I stopped working at gyms. I started having all these side jobs and like put in my two weeks at my corporate job and just completely went all in on this. And people just started asking me like, 
okay, so you're not doing ads, right? And I'm like, no, I'm not. <laughs> like, I'm literally just taking sales calls and posting content, but yeah, I'm not doing ads. This is all organic. And people just started asking me for advice. And so I'd take business coaching clients on the side, but I totally felt like an imposter. I was like, no, no, no. Like, it's okay. I'm not, a, I'm not a business coach. Like I'm just going to focus on health. And I started to feel like I almost did at my corporate job all over again, like very unfulfilled. Like I was kind of just doing it because I was so far into it. I felt like I couldn't get out. And that's when like, literally my boyfriend was just, he sat me down we were at a live event together and he's just like, I'm tired of hearing you talk about this business coaching thing. Like you're literally going to change your bio and go live. And like, that's it. Like it like literally just do it. And so it's like, just do it. Yes. Yes. Which I'm all for. It was like the girl that takes so much messy action. I wasn't even taking my own advice. And so long story short, October, 2019, I fully pivoted into business coaching and I reached over half a million in my first year. And it's been such a crazy growth and so much fulfillment. And just the biggest thing for me is not just the money that my clients make. And like, all of that is fantastic. Of course, the ROI, but really the ROI for me is like seeing them step into a next level of self-trust with themselves by doing the impossible and like really doing something that no one else in their life is doing and continuing to like prove their ego wrong, like over and over by just like stepping into those scary things and yeah, going all in on their truth. So that's my story. I really love it. Oh my gosh. You know, when you said, oh, I've been literally just doing posting content out and taking sales calls and it just hit me. So many people doing the same thing. They're just posting content and sometimes they're not even taking sales calls because they're so afraid of it. But if they even do, they're not closing. And I believe it's all about energy. And I remember your page when you had Feed Mompreneur, you were dancing with the food in front of camera and oh my God, it was so awesome. And I was looking at you because I started as a health coach, but I decided not go into health coaching once I finished my certification. And we all do our choices. We all interesting in some of the one or more. And I just always loved it, your energy. So I believe energy is everything. It's the intention. Intention was set. You were all in. Like you said, I were all in for fit mompreneurs. I wanted to change the generation. And that was your energy translating. So yeah. what would you say was your number one thing that you wish you could have done differently. I know there's no regrets, but like, what is this one thing? Yeah, good question. So yeah, the biggest thing I wish I would have done earlier on, like I didn't realize that with the first program that I did, like, again, I just thought, okay, this is easy. Like I'll get a sales script. Like I'll just get a little content calendar. I'll just like do whatever this coach is saying and plug and play and I'm good. But like you said, it's like, there's no life, there's no energy. And there's no, there was no specific person I was talking to. I literally was just like, yeah, I'll help like anybody. You have a body. I'll help you get in shape. Like I literally was just so scared of owning my voice and going all in on one person. And it's not in a limiting scarcity way. Like I have clients, they start out niche down and then they get broader and broader. Like they go from women entrepreneurs to all women as their brand continues to grow and different programs they come out with and things like that. But the thing that I was missing is not just the niche, but having a bigger mission behind the whole company. Meaning 
that it wasn't just about helping mom entrepreneurs lose weight, tone up, all the surface level shit, that that's great. And that will, you know, obviously attract them and everything. But the bigger mission behind what I did, which is why it grew, was that I was saying to my audience, this isn't just about me helping you lose weight. This is about me helping you embody the woman that not only looks good, but like feels really good about herself. So we as a collective can end eating disorders for the next generation, you know, disordered eating, restriction, counting, all of those things. So when you have a strong mission behind just the surface level reason or end result that you're going to get your clients, your clients are going to rally around that mission, start sending their friends because they want to be a part of a movement that you're creating. And so it's a lot more than just a cute, I help statement. And like, you know, I'll help you make 10 K months. It's like, okay, but what is the bigger reason for why you're passionate about helping create those 10 K months? Does that make sense? Absolutely, absolutely. And that that's like you said, uh, that why people want to be part with you and contribute because contribution is the biggest gift we can get to humanity and to people and to ourselves is to be generous and contribute. Yeah, so I love that. What is the okay, next question? What is the number one advice you can give to people who's yeah let's say just starting out and or they're already kind of in the dip of coaching but they're still not not making any profit yeah so the biggest thing i would say that i hear beginner coaches and listen i am literally like speaking from complete experience i was the girl that literally less than three years ago was charging 50 dollars a month for my first couple clients I was terrified of charging my worst. I thought I had to take on free clients before I could charge anything. I did that whole thing. And what I will say is you're never going to feel ready. Like you're always going to feel like, well, let me just sign a few clients that are super cheap or no investment at all. And then when I get those testimonials, that's when I'm actually going to start charging my worth. So what you're doing is you're creating a huge disservice to the person that's signing up with you. Because when you're asking for free clients or beta clients, because you're scared, it's basically like you're asking people to help you out, right? When you have somebody enroll into your program and they make an investment in themselves and in transforming their lives, they're helping themselves out, right? Because when they invest and they put that money down, they know they have to fully show up for the program. Yes. And everything like that, but they're showing up for themselves. And so it's a different perspective. It's a different reality rather than saying, Hey, help me perfect my program, help me get better at being a better coach and feeling more confident. Let me take you on as a free client. The focus is on you and not on them. So it's like, that's what I would say is that you're never going to feel ready. I was freaking shaking on my first sales call. I mean, I remember trying to get off the phone with the girl. That's how nervous I was. Like, I didn't even get into the investment. I was like, I already know I'm going to fuck this up. Like, let me just get off the phone now. And so I went through all that. I understand the mentality, but I just kept doing it over and over and over again. So if you guys are getting into conversations right now or your audiences, and you're just like, as soon as you connect with somebody, you don't even bring up what you do. You don't even like invite them to at least like a discovery call or anything that's going to help you possibly invite them into changing their life. You're doing them a disservice. You're leaving them empty handed. And the analogy I always give just to like finish off this question 
is it's literally like if you came across, if somebody was literally physically sick, like they were having symptoms, they were aching, they were having migraines and they go to the doctor and they're explaining all these symptoms to the doctor and like openly admitting that they have these issues. And the doctor just says, literally in a doctor's office, they know who they're talking to. They know they're talking to an expert literally just says, well, you could try Wikipedia. You could try Google. Like it's free. You know, like you'd be like, you'd walk out of the doctor's office being like, okay, like that was fucking weird. Like I literally thought they were at least going to like help me with the next step or like book a consult with them or like something. Right. You know what I mean? And it's like, you almost have to think that way when you're in a DM conversation because they already know you're an expert or they wouldn't be like admitting these things when you're asking them their challenges or where they want to go. And so it's not about hard closing people. It's not about, you know, inviting them to something they don't want to do. It's about creating a win-win. And so it's like, what if you invited them to a 15 minute call where you're just going to ask them questions around their challenges, their goals, where they're at right now, what they've tried so far, and then give them some feedback, like give them five minutes of coaching. And if they really love it, if you guys hit it off, why not invite them to a sales call where you could change this woman's life or man's life in the next 90 days? Like, it's like, literally you, all you have to do is ask permission. They could say no and great. They just gave you a week's worth of content with that little 15 minute call. So it's like in business, you always have to create a win-win, but at the same time, it's like, if you're leaving people empty handed, if you're walking away from conversations, you're just like letting them back in their pain at the end of the day. I love that. I love that. And I know you're also making another analogy that I really loved. It's that you primary care doctor or you, like say, I don't know, the doctor who like change your brain or whatever, like take your heart out. It's, it's just, that's what it's not niching down. And I absolutely love that analogy. Yeah. yeah go try Wikipedia. <laughs> <laughs> just like it sounds so so obvious but when a lots of and I know it's like it was for me absolutely oh my god like you explaining you were shaking on the first call I don't even remember that's how traumatized my mind is that is just blacked out it's been scary but then you get over yourself because if you are afraid what who are you thinking about think about you really? if you're trying to help then and you're focusing out you you're not cutting up in your own shit Totally. So I would love to speak more about what is the strategies that you use that you see it's working right now currently on the market. And I know you're killing it. You've launched your new program uh, that I've been part of the selling through DMs. And I know the sales. It's one of the biggest challenge for all coaches that's starting out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So my strategies, the best ones that work right now, like just at the end of the day, the market's always changing, right? The algorithm, the fucking platform, all this stuff. It's like so hard to keep up with. I mean, every time you literally sneeze, there's another platform. There's Clubhouse, there's TikTok, there's all this stuff. And oh, so you tell me, I just got deleted. My my Instagram just got deleted when I was at, at 10K. So uh, I got part over right now. And just for that the platform is changing absolutely true yeah. no mine got disabled for like 24 hours it was a nightmare and I wanted to pull my hair out but anyway it's literally like so hard to keep up with and I just always say to my clients I'm like rather than try to be everywhere at once where people are gonna forget you and it's not gonna be you know why would you half-ass 
10 platforms when you could go all in on like one or two. And so it's just like, that was my biggest mistake in the beginning. I was on Twitter. I was on YouTube. I was on platforms I should have not been on. And I was just trying to do everything because I thought that being like visible everywhere was where you to be. But little did I know the people that were visible everywhere had a full blown team and weren't this little 23 year old doing it all on her own. So I decided to really go in on Instagram. Now I'm only speaking from my experience with Instagram. I am not a Facebook person. I literally use it for my paid programs. I use it for my free group. And that's like pretty much it in my long form posts, but I'm just a visual person. I love Instagram, the features and everything. So Instagram or not though, these DM strategies have worked the best because I was all about Facebook when I was a health coach because my market was over there. Like moms were in a lot of groups. And so I would really spend my time there. But now that my, you know, my audience ranges, some of them are 21 year olds in my programs and it ranges upwards of 40 or 50 year olds. Some of them I'm on Insta. And so with that, what I found is that the best thing you could do is really ask people that fit your niche or even just ask yourself, like, where was I hanging out when I was in my ideal client shoes and really deciding on the top profiles of people that speak on different topics that you do in your content. So like if I were a health coach still, I would think of other health coaches that talk about the things that I did, like time management, fitting in your workouts, flexible dieting, all the things. And what I would do is I'd go to those accounts and I'd be a part of the conversation. I would go in the comment thread. I'd comment back on some of the girls' comments or women's comments that look like my ideal client, right? Because the reality is if they're on that profile, you know, the person that they're following might not have what they want. The person that they're following might be an author, right? They don't do one-on-one coaching. So it's like you show up and they're like, oh, hey, like I need like customization. Clearly that's what you do. Like, let's talk more. And so how you get to that point is really just getting to know the person. And so what I like to do is like, go to the person's profile first, look around, get to know them. And I really like to, I'm like, if this is ever going to be a private client or somebody in my programs, it's like, I want to know about them. I want to know if they have kids. I want to know if they like Southern California, like I do. And so it's engaging in some of their posts, but it's actually reading their stuff and it's actually getting to know them. And so I usually pick something unique that I find on their profile and I mention it to them. And something I've been doing is I actually take a screenshot of their most recent posts and I DM them. I'm like, hey girl, I really loved when you pointed out blah, blah, blah in this caption that you did, super excited to connect. And then immediately I keep the spotlight on them. I don't even tell them who I am, what I do. I don't get into anything because then the focus is about me. I'm walking into the relationship, making it about me. And the best thing you can do is keeping the spotlight on them. You wanna be more interested than interesting. And so it's always asking what they do, how long they've been doing that, where do they live? And, you know, building rapport, you guys are going to do this on sales calls. I mean, you're not going to get right into the sale or anything. You got to just see if it's even an energetic fit. And so from there, it's really just, you know, asking them like, listen, this always helps me perfect my programs and my content. Do you mind if I just ask you a few questions about where you're at with your business right now, just to get to know you. And like I said, just give back in any way that I can. Like now that we're connected, you're going to be following my page. And so I get into some questions and if I really feel like, Hey, this conversation could go outside of the DMS, like clearly 
you know, you're struggling and I have something that could possibly support you. Let's just connect to see if it's a 10 out of 10 fit. And so that's when you take the conversation either from booking a call with them, or you can just say to them, you know, Hey, I'd love to give you some feedback. I'd love to shoot you a video. If you guys are about closing in the DMS, you know, Victoria has been implementing that. And, you know, sometimes it's not about them not liking the video or the voice note or any of that or about your program. It might be about timing. It might be that the voice note didn't go through. It might be that they couldn't play the video. So the biggest piece of advice I can say is like a hundred percent of the money, the majority of the time or 80 to 90, I would argue is in the follow-up. Actually, people get lazy, people get distracted. We're dealing with human error. We're not dealing with machines. And so it's like, you gotta be brave enough and bold enough to be like, Hey, I care about helping with you. I want to make sure my message went through or, Hey, are we still on for our call? Like, you know, checking in with them, things happen to people. And it's just like, you know, um, with that being said, everybody's working from home right now. They could have a million tabs open. They could have their corporate job zoom open while they're DMing you, you know, so you got to just be mindful of that stuff. Never take anything personal, like literally just hone in on your power. You know who you are. You know that you have a gift ready to share and help people and just literally fucking own that and be like, Hey, I'm here to help you this or better this client or something better, or maybe not right now. So I never take a no as permanent. I'm just like, no, it's a no, not right now. Cool. I'd love to keep pouring into you as if you said yes here's my free Facebook group. Here's a freebie to leave you with. Here's a training. Here's a webinar. Like literally just continue to pour into them as if they've said yes. I love that because that, that is a true generosity and people can feel it when you want to take from them. They're, they're feeling it. And uh, that's how they're definitely not going to be your client if you just want to get the money from them. I love that. It's such a leadership and true position of selling. It's to giving. It's being generous and giving. And uh, my last question is that I ask everybody on this podcast is filling the blank for me. So the question is, if you really knew me, you will know that I am blank. A homebody. Ah, you're a homebody. <laughs> Oh my God. Like literally I am. So that girl where I like almost get excited when plans get canceled sometimes. Like I'm just like, I, I mean, literally it has nothing to do with the person. It's just that like, I am, I feel like I'm with like a hundred thousand people every day because I'm connecting with so many people. I'm connecting with my team and like this and that. I feel like I'm always around people with my business and I love it. Don't get me wrong. I wouldn't be here three years later. Well, it's just kind of like, I really like my alone time. Like I find so many answers in that. And it's not just home. Like I would say it's like, I'm introverted is probably a better word, but like, I'll go on the beach. I'll go for really long walks. I just find so many downloads and clarity with that. The fluff, fluff your aura. <laughs> One of my trainers says just, you need to fluff your aura. Like go fluff your aura, whatever you need to do and come back. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. you just need to clean it up. Yeah. It's like I'm in, I'm literally an active wear like 80% of the time, like running a multi six figure business, just like, you know, whatever, but I am who I am and I'm pretty simple, but I also just like, sometimes it's just a lot. And so honestly, like the pandemic, I mean, it's been horrible. Like just what's been going on in the world this year. Like I can't even, it feels like we've been in a movie for the past year 
And at the same time, like, I think it brought a lot of clarity to people because it allowed them to really like stop and realize a lot of things. And so it's just like, as much as I love going out to dinner sometimes and being around my friends and people, I do need that time to really like go in. And I would say I'm like super injured, like on the low, but also on the low. <laughs> I love that. I love that. It's like my ex-boyfriend said, we like, I want to connect. I want to talk. And I'm like, don't get me wrong. I talk to like 20 people daily. I just want them not to talk at the end of the day. And it's like, I, I get what you're saying when you're online and when you are connecting, like you get to clean your aura, you need to, you, you get to like regenerate yourself. Absolutely. So how our audience can find you, ask any questions and get in touch with you and learn more from you. Yeah. So I am on Instagram primarily. My account is back up. Thank God. But yeah, with that being said, I'm hosting a free webinar on the 28th. It's how to create 5k months online. So if you guys go to instagram.com slash E M M H A A S, you will find me and it's the link in my bio. Feel free to DM me read on my content. Some of it's a little crazy. Some of it's educational, but I'm here for it guys. Like, you know, now's the time. If you've been thinking about like growing your business, starting your business, like it's the freaking time life is now like we have lives to change. Yes, absolutely. Awesome. Thank you so much M, for coming on and taking time. And I've been, it's been awesome chatting with you and seeing you. All right. So thank you so much for joining to the, today's episode and like always connect tomorrow. And don't forget to text us to our community number two plus one four zero one three nine nine four one zero five. And I'll see you tomorrow. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to this episode. If you love this podcast, please make sure to rate, subscribe and review it. And of course, you can get in touch with me everywhere online at purposefulwithdoubleLday.com. And I can wait to see you next time. Kisses!